1: It's back to the the boss man show. Got a good friend of mine on the program. He's now at Missouri State in Springfield, Missouri, coaching the Bears up real nice. It's my man, Coach Daniel Ford. Coach Ford, what is up, my man?
2: Hey, how's it going, buddy? How are you?
1: I'm doing good, Coach. I thank you for joining the show. I know you had a tough loss last night, but you, still, but I know you guys still in that, that race up in the Missouri Valley, one game behind Drake, and Drake's coming to your place on Senior Night. So, how do you feel about the opportunity to beat those guys and maybe get the number one seed and, and win your title this year?
2: Well, you know, we still got, like you said, a, a slight chance to, to finish uh, tied at top of the league standings. Um, A couple things have to go our way, and and I think, uh, you know, prior to last night, we we kind of controlled our own destiny a couple times down the stretch here, and we've slipped up both opportunities. So uh, hopefully things go our way, and uh, we we play well on Saturday, and Drake is probably, you know, from top to bottom, one of the best all-around teams in our league. So so it'll be a challenge, but uh, looking forward to, um, you know, honoring our three seniors on senior day.
1: Yes, indeed, Now, Coach. I know you took this job. Uh, for you, being sixteen and fourteen right now, ten seventh overall in Missouri Valley Conference play. Is this what you expected when you took this job, or is it? Are you kind of where where you wanted to be when you took the job, or you kind of oversee what you thought when you took the job over last year?
2: Well, we try not to put number of expectations on, on our players. I mean, obviously, uh, we, we prepare to win games and we go out there and play to win. But, but there are so many variables that affect winning. And so we try not to do a, a number expectation. But, you know, I, I did think that we had an opportunity to build a strong foundation. And I think that we've been able to do that this year. Uh, we got a lot of guys in our program that we feel like are talented enough for this level uh, or, or have high enough character uh, for our program. And, and now we, we have to figure out how we can improve. So uh, I, I did expect for us to fight for our culture every day. That's something that we've done. Uh, but you know we've probably won a few more games than than we anticipated and and obviously I don't think anyone expected us to have an opportunity to tie for the the league championship but but I don't think people thought that seven uh uh, seven losses would tie you for it either so it's been a weird year in the valley.
1: yes indeed and then coach on the court I know you play about seven guys What's been the key factors for you on the court which with your guys to get them to play this way after a non conference where we it was six six and seven nine conference uh, so uh what was the key to factor turning around when you got in the in the valley again
2: well you know we 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 changed from uh playing a double to a four guard offense uh, around a hybrid forward. I think uh we lost a guy Shimon Wojcik, in our first league game of the year to a broken foot and that required us to go with more of a four guard rotation. And, um, you know, we we did a good job of of handling the basketball and and, and making some timely shots. And then there was a time there uh, almost uh, to the midway point of league play where we even switched up our defensive and offensive philosophy. Uh, We actually uh, tweaked our offense philosophy prior and then did the defense philosophy later. Now they both kind of work together. and We've done a good job winning close games with, you know, extra possessions, good free throw shooting, and a solid decision making down a stretch. So um, I think it's been one of those years where we've really tried to navigate the waters. And, and you know, we're, we're trying to get our program into the place where we can just kind of sail the ship. But, but I don't think we're quite there yet. We're still doing some navigating.
1: are hear there, coaching. And for the guys on the court, you, I know you play a good number of guys who are juniors there and who, who play for you, know, seniors as well. So with them guys being able to take the coaching, take the game plan discipline, take the, the scouting reports that you put forth, forth for them, they're not wowed by it. They can handle it. They know the scheme you're expecting. You go over and practice, go over and shoot around. They bring that for shooting around to, to the game. So is that how you feel that having those guys who have been experiencing through those wars really can help you as you guys have to navigate the waters and kind of change things as you go based on need and injury and worries there?
2: Well, I mean, we're, we're pretty comfortable with our with our senior guards, and they, they've they done a good job of, of um, you know, buying in and, and trying to do what we asked them to do. And and uh, obviously, you know, we've been uh, fairly healthy uh, since that injury to Shimon Wojcik. So, you know, when you play only about seven guys like we are, maybe eight, then guys know that they're going to play. So, so they're locked in, they're working on their games, and uh, they're trying to do the best they can because they they don't have to look over their shoulder. And um, you know, we're we're fortunate because we've got three senior guards: Ryan Creclo, Josh Webster, and Jared Dixon. And and for the most part, they have pretty good basketball IQs, and on top of that, they're great coachable kids. So we've been very fortunate with their leadership and um you know we we're just trying to ride that wave for these guys and, and finish this thing as strong as possible
1: and coach where is tulio da silva keandre cook and Jared dixon meant to your program as you said on and off the court as you build this foundation and set your culture for, for the missouri state bears going forward
2: you know they've been great i mean obviously we brought in keandre cook and, and tulio de silva but um they, they've been great. I mean, they, 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 they try to do the best they can in terms of the classroom. They, they, they try to give an honest day's effort and practice every day. I mean, I know it gets hard. Uh, neither one of those guys are uh, coming from uh, uh, programs that have won championships at the Division One level. So it's a learning curve for, for all of our players. And, and I think that those guys have tried to adapt, although we've stubbed our toe with a couple of these opportunities um i've been i've been pleasantly pleased with with their efforts for for the most you know for the most part uh, especially uh conference play in which we are currently i believe uh uh ten and seven uh, with an opportunity to win eleven games which is the most that they've won here in like eight years in the league and uh on top of that i think the the future is bright
1: yes indeed and uh coach um you actually play seven guys the guys are very experienced so this time of year February and March you need guys who are not scared who are not scared of the action who are not scared to make that play execute at the right time so having those senior guards out there coach has to make you feel wonderful when you get in the MVCC tournament there that they can make make it happen when it counts for you and the Bears
2: yeah I mean I think you have to lean on those
1: guys uh, late February
2: early March uh, for a couple reasons number one like you mentioned They've been there before. they experience, They should they should not be surprised by, by anything. They they know what it takes. Whether or not they come up short and learn that lesson that way, or whether or not they've been able to accomplish it on the winning side and, and been able to retain that information as well. So, uh, we're, we're definitely uh, grateful to have uh, senior guards. And then I think the the second factor of senior senior guards or senior players in general is just that urgency that seniors play with because. When, when you tell a senior the next time you lose, your career is over, then that 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 sparks a little bit more urgency. And I think that we we're fortunate enough to have about three guys that, that have that. And, and I think there's some other teams in our league that have the same thing. And I really think that that comes into play come conference tournament time.
1: You got there right, coach. It's something I know you're very big on player development. I mean, Tennessee State senior guys work out with coach, peel, and those guys working at their games. So for you at Missouri State, would it being in a bigger conference in the major realm major, 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 of major things, how do you approach the player development piece now being at a bigger school with more resources and a different kind of league and who, who you're playing? So how do you approach that now going forward? Well, it's just a,
2: a, a, a bigger part. I mean, we, we, we have the uh, the luxury to have resources here, to have unlimited access to facilities and training table and, and, and staff and things of that nature. So uh, we, you know, player development is, is, is behind uh, you know slightly behind recruiting and, and I think that uh, although we, we feel like we want to bring in players from day one that can really help us we, we also have to do a good job of de- developing, developing those players and making them better you know I'm thinking about Tulio de Silva Keandre Cook Jared Ritter this off season. they're going to have to have really good uh, player development uh, off seasons and, and become better players and add things to their game perfect parts of their game, But but if you can't develop young people on and off the floor, then you're really missing the boat in college.
1: You got there, right, coach. And getting guys to accept their roles at that level, too, because a lot of guys are loved on in high school, and you you know that. And then they get to get to you, or in JC, even, they're loved. But to get to your level where they're not not the guy, we have to accept whether they're a screener, whether they're a defender, whether you're a corner three guy, or a role guy. So. The development system, of course, getting those guys to accept their roles. How are you going about that now, being here at Missouri State, since you moved on to have new players, new guys who don't know you? How do you get them to accept their roles, accepting what they, what you want them to be going forward, and grow into what they can and max them out as players and people?
2: Well, you know, one of the things that we try to do is we try to uh, bring in players uh, uh, to be role specific spots that that we need. For example. If, if you were a really good shooter or if you were a really good ball handler, we, we don't bring in here and try to have you do something that you that you haven't been doing. So we, we kind of are filling a role through our recruiting. So we don't always have to get guys to buy into new roles. We, we go out and if we need uh, uh, athleticism, we go out and try to find the most athletic player we can find. If we need a point guard, we try to go out and find the best point guard. So uh, a lot of it is just getting them to – uh, buy in to the fact that they need to be just become better at whatever it is that they do. You know, we we tell our guys all the time, go play the game that you have played your whole life. We're we're not trying to change you once you get here. And I think a lot of times that that's why we're able to get people to accept their roles and, and not really have to fight that battle because you know strategically on the front end we we try to do our work and 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 you know feel the need that we are looking for through recruiting, not try to. You know, bring in a guy who scored a lot of points and then tell him when he gets here, he's got to be a lockdown defender. I mean, we, we, we don't do that.
1: Exactly. And you've always been good at finding those downs in the rough. I know that about you. You can find a good player. you you got, always got that covered. And then speaking of finding good players, I think for you, you're, you're having a good year this year going ten to ten seven in the conference, could go 11 wins in the tournament here. Uh, that it's going to help you in recruiting because guys are like, oh, Missouri State, they, 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 first year coach, are doing pretty well there. So make guys maybe say, hey, I might want to be a part of that going forward. So with the good that you're having this year, uh, how's it going for you in recruiting so far? I'm trying to get guys to buy it, come, come to you guys and join you guys next year.
2: You know, we've been fortunate. We, we, had, uh, we, we took some transfers to sit out this first year, and they – they're going to join our team next year. And both have been in the NC tournament and both have been, you know, uh, 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 big parts of their team's success. And now I don't think they were the best player on their team, but they were also young in their careers. But Tyree Dixon was at Middle Tennessee, won over 50 games in two years. He knows what it's like to be a champion. He's played in the NIT as well as the NSA tournament, won a game in the NC tournament. And then Josh Hall was another kid coming from nevada who's won a game in any state tournament one conference championships so so those guys are sitting out and they're, they're really going to help us from day one they're, they're big they're strong they're athletic for their positions. and then we were fortunate enough to sign in the early period a nice class uh three in-state kids that, that have a bright future uh jamonte black juan harris and, and tyon freeman all three are guards and then uh finally uh i guess the uh, biggest piece to our recruiting class so far is going to be the addition of gage pram who uh many many uh consider one of the best juco big men in the country just a back to the basket six seven six eight 240 pound guy that that can get some easy baskets so uh we're, we're looking forward to him uh, joining our program as well and uh we we will definitely probably add a player too late because you know like 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 we talked about in our staff meetings we we need to compete and try to get better. We we need to be better next year than what we were this year.
1: Exactly. And, then, Coach, speaking of, though, because you should actually being better than you were, were this year because, but, Coach, your league is playing great. You have seven teams with at least nine wins in the, in the Valley. When you we took this job, you know the Valley was this deep for its talent with all these wins. You got one seven teams with nine or more wins already in the league play. You got one more game to go this weekend. So, do you think the league will be this good for us just – the wins, uh, how these have been spread out, or did you
2: kind of surprise you as well? Well, last year it was the eighth ranked league in the country, and so we, we figured it'd be good. Now, now we're not ranked that this year. I think we dropped all the way down to maybe 13, or if, if not lower than that, I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, this league has always been good, and and uh, there, you know a lot of teams in our league have starters that, that that come back, and for whatever reason this year, teams just have not performed as well and. And uh, that's a trap that we want to try to stay out of. We 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 want to continue to raise the expectations here. Uh, we want to be as as humble as we can and work as hard as we've ever worked this off season, in, in hopes of uh, having a better year next year. But but uh, I played in this league, so I've got a great uh, uh, amount of respect for this conference, and uh, I I still think it's one of the better ones in the country. And and hopefully uh, next year's group can can make a can make a comeback.
1: Yes indeed. Well coach, I'm gonna be training for you this weekend. Of course, you my guy. Hope you get beat Drake, get that 11th win, and go to that tournament and make some noise, man. I hope you do it, brother.
2: Alright, man. I appreciate you,
1: man. Alright, coach. Take it easy, folks.
2: Okay, see you buddy.
1: Alright, that's Daniel Ford, people. I'm the boss, man. So the Missouri State Bears. Roundy, roundy,
2: roundy, roundy.
1: Fans, I got a great album for you today. Be having from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to do two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip hop albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it.